Blog Talk Radio. Tune in to the hottest sports talk show. I've never had it so good sports radio. Join us weekdays at 7 p.m. Stories about players and coaches of all levels. We make it easy to talk sports. Welcome to Never Had It So Good. Sports Talk Radio, we're excited tonight. The men's basketball conversation with Tony Coleman, Larry Tisdale, Will Harris, and Tommy Pritchett. We're excited to get them in here. My co-host, Duck Riley. Duck, I was getting ready to use Larry Tisdale as my co-host. I was like, what happened to West Virginia? Oh, if you had used Larry, we'd have been fine. We'd have been fine. That's right. That's right. We'd have been fine for sure. You had a good day, sir? Blessed, as, hey, look, as always, blessed. Amen, amen. All right, speaking of Larry, too, so don't this there. let's welcome him uh, to the show. <laughs> what's up, man? Hey, Coach, I was ready. I was ready, Coach. <laughs> hey, Larry, put, hey, look, put me in, Coach. Put me, put in. me in, Coach. <laughs> That's it. Put me in. All right, five, nine, two, eight. I think this is Will Harris. How are you, sir? We're doing fine. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good. Uh-huh. Doing good. Awesome. All right. Twelve thirty-two. Tony Coleman. Tony Coleman. I'm ready. I I'm got ready. it right. Stand up, Larry. Tony. 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 There you you don't have anything for us. I was waiting on your introduction, man. What's up? <laughs> hey, you know what, man? I was waiting for the billboard, man. As soon as I get the billboard, man, I'm not gonna be able to. Never, never had us so good all over the place. <laughs> he needs a billboard for sure. All right. I got, I got to say, I, uh, I missed, I missed you, Dave. I missed you last week, man. Uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we good. got it covered, though. We got it covered. All right, Tommy Pritchett, yeah. how are you, sir? I'm doing good. Good evening, everyone. Doing Tommy. good. Doing good. I, now, Tommy Pritchard, I asked Duck if I can get an honorary West Virginia, the Pack, you know, Norfolk, you know, if I could just, you know, Norfolk Demons, if I could be an honorary member. He said, if I could shoot the ball like Tommy Gunn, I can get it. So, uh, <laughs> so I guess I won't be getting any time. Tommy Gunn. Hey, you, hey we'll, we'll let you in, Francis. You can get in any time oh, you want. Good. Gee, thank you. Tommy, thank you, Tommy. Thank you, Tommy. Richard. It was too hey. easy, Tommy. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey. hey, welcome back, homeboy. I missed you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought I'd take one of them. I, I was going to take one of them Tommy Pritchard breaks, man. I had to take care of a little something. <laughs> hey, hey, David. David welcome all, back, hey. homeboy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Duck, it's all yours. I uh, want to stay with you, Tommy, because I want to. I'm gonna jump off a track a little bit. Draymond Green. Draymond. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know how I feel about what he did, huh? Yeah, because uh-huh. I hear what Sha- I hear what Shaq said. I hear what Barkley and them said. 
I need to see what the group is saying. What are, you, what are your thoughts? I didn't think that was called for. I, I really didn't. You know, people, you know, this time of year, anything goes, man. It's the playoffs. You know, uh, people don't try different things. And, you know, Prince has just mentioned the pack. That's something you didn't do is put your feet on anybody, <laughs> you know, and, and and I'm from the patch, and that's something you don't do is put your feet on anybody. I just thought, I, I thought it was going to call for, um, <laughs> but these guys, they, hey, it's like I said, it's playoff time and people go to different lengths, man. I, I disagree oh. with it, but, and you know what, I'm looking for him to be suspended. I, I I don't know for how long, maybe one or two games, but I don't know if that's came down yet either. But no, I, I'm, I'm strictly against putting your feet on anybody. Okay. Will Harris, your thoughts, Draymond, the bonus. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's just what you come to expect with Draymond at this point. I mean, he's seen it before. I mean, he got them suspended, I think, in the finals, even one year. I mean, I get his. Um, issue with um, Sabonis grabbing his ankle, but that's still no excuse to stomp on the guy the way he did. I think he'll end up getting suspended and may end up costing his team the series. Okay. Uh, Larry. Shaq said he would have done the same thing. Listen, you grabbed his leg. He tried to loosen his leg. I understand. I understand the play. I, I really do understand the play. Unfortunately, he is a target, and he has to know that already, and then he has to realize how much he means to the team. But as far as the play was concerned, if somebody is, is, as long as all of us have played basketball, somebody grabbing your ankle, and then you try to jump in the air, unfortunately your weight may come down on him, partial and part of it be intentional or not. But he keeps putting him, you know, he's putting his team in, 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 bad, in, in bad position um, because I think he just said, Tommy mentioned, he may get suspended. And so that's the you know that series is over then, which it probably is the the end of that dynasty also. So it, it is unfortunate he is the you know the straw that stirs that team, but they they watch him a bit too much. And if he'd have played back in the eighties and early nineties, he'd have been all right. But he, he yeah he stepped on the chest at the wrong era. You know I, I think that plays a part of basketball, but at the same time we all know Draymond's uh, reputation. You know, technical yeah. fouls, he's up in people's face. He's always staring up stuff. In this particular situation, I'm actually kind of coming to his defense. Um, I mean, him with the bonus, man, I mean, they were, they were uh, mouthing off at each other the whole game. You know what I mean? They, they're battling down there in the paint, you know. Uh, the bonus hits the floor. All of a sudden, he's grabbing Draymond's leg. You know what I mean? He was holding his leg. I mean, that was a, like a little cheap shot thing, too. And uh, – and Draymond was being Draymond. Uh, I think the the officials in this situation handled it the best way. They ejected him, you know what I mean, for the game, for the last seven minutes of the fourth quarter, which cost uh, the Warriors the game. You know, I don't see a suspension. I really don't. I don't. I don't see a reason for them to suspend Draymond. It's done. I mean, like you know, like just you know, let it go to the next game. I mean, they threw him out seven minutes to go. They won the game. All right, let's go to the next game and forget about that. 
But Draymond is a problem in terms of situations where he just get out of control that cost his team, you know, uh, some games. He's done that in the past. Uh, it's yeah. an uphill battle. I can see a lot yeah, of things was, about it. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, Tony, the thing is, and uh, Draymond said that wasn't the first time he grabbed his leg. Right, right. You know, uh, Draymond just had that bad reputation, man, and uh, Sabonis be out there doing stuff just like everybody else. Them guys, if you play in the paint in the NBA, man, man, you, man, these guys are elbowing, they're grabbing, they're stepping on each other's feet. Come on, man. I mean, I know the tricks that these guys do. <laughs> they see you going up for the rebound, man, I, I'm stepping on your foot before before you can jump, and they just doing all yeah. kind of stuff, man, um, that the camera and people just don't see. Some things get caught, and a lot of that stuff just don't get caught. I say just let them play, man, no suspension. And then uh, it's an uphill battle for the Warriors anyway. They got two okay. games in, right? Yeah. Um, I, 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 I want to uh, get to Princess because her and I didn't get to this, discuss uh, Draymond. Uh, I know, Princess, I know you back and forth. What are your thoughts on uh, Draymond and uh, Sabonis? You know, I, I want to be in the corner of Draymond, um, but, uh, you know, sometimes he's just emotionally drunk, and <laughs> I think he knew what he was doing. <laughs> and um, he is that, you know, the one that stirs the drink. But he, in the press conference, he said, hey, you know, I'm a big man. I can only move my feet so many places, you know. I can only stretch them out, and that was just the place I landed. But I think he's correct, you know, um, he had his leg and ankle grabbed two two games in a row. He said officials didn't call anything. He said I had to defend myself. As I was talking to someone today, I bet you it won't happen again. No one's going to grab his ankles in game three if he gets to play <laughs> or game four. <laughs> I bet you they're done with that, you know, um, for sure. But, you know, I'm hoping that he doesn't get suspended. I just think because who Draymond Green is, He'll get a one-game suspension, and I think that will cost them the series. Well, according according to Mike Bibby today, Mike Bibby said that uh, he thought that the suspension putting him out the game was enough. He didn't think that he deserved a one-game suspension, but as Mike Bibby, he's not the NBA. So we'll see. I want to stay with uh, Tony because I want to come back. Let's talk about this Denver Minnesota series is it over? Uh, who who are we taking in that series? And I'll come around to everybody. I'm going to take Denver in that series. Uh, I don't think it's over. Uh, I just think that Denver is just a little bit more polished, and in a seven game series, I think they just come out on top. Um, and uh, but yes, yeah, so I'm gonna go with Denver. Although Minnesota is going to make it really tough for them. Um, the physicality has to increase for Minnesota in order to be more effective. So we'll see what happens next game. Okay. Uh, Tommy, Denver, Minnesota. You know, I agree with everything that uh, Tony just said. Um, <clears throat> plus, Minnesota has to shoot the ball a little bit better than they did. They didn't shoot it very well. But you know what? I I, I noticed that when uh, Goldberg – and slow mo got into that little skirmish on the on the uh, on the sideline. 
back back again. Um, I, I noticed the team. You know, the team to me, the team was more so for catching slow mo rather than go bad. I, I see the the team chemistry is not right on that team right now. There's something going on on that team. I, I don't know what it is, but I picked yeah. Denver over them. Okay. Uh, Will, your thoughts on uh, Denver and Minnesota? Yeah, I think this might be a Denver uh, sweep, maybe in five. When the first game was just so one-sided, dominated them on the boards, out-rebounding them. Uh, Minnesota didn't shoot well. Um, fast break points advantage Denver. I just thought it was just completely one-sided. Minnesota's kind of been slumping for a few weeks now. I guess they won the play-in game, but I just think this is probably one of those that may end in a 4-0 or 4-1 for Denver. Okay. Uh, Princess, uh, Denver, Minnesota. I definitely think this is Denver's to take, and they're right. There's something wrong with Minnesota, you know, and I know that Gobert was suspended, but I just learned during the suspension that he was suspended for hitting his own player on the bench. There is some dissension from something going on um, for sure. So, And I think that's still over. And you can't have that going into the playoffs. Um, you, you have to be on point. And so, it, and Denver is. So I, I'm looking for them. Someone said it for them to sweep. I, I think they will because there is just something going on with Minnesota. All right, Larry. Yeah, you guys hit on it. But there is There is something up with the chemistry on that team. They're a talented team. I don't think they're as talented as Denver uh, with Murray and Jokic and, and Porter and them. But I thought they could have played a little better. I do think they, they do have some talent. But you don't see, and, and, and Princess just mentioned it along with Tommy, like there's no, I don't see the love on the court for each other. Um, like I just don't see the support for each other. And, it, and it's something that's not easily, you know, visible. Um, I'm not sure, but, you know, he, you know, Rudy's had issues prior with Spider. You know, I don't know, you know, during the locker room, does he talk a lot or what's going on? But there's something for as good a player as he is not to really kind of receive the love that I think he would have um, on, a, on a playoff team. Um, so I just think they're probably a little overmanned. And with this going on right now and, and the fight and everything else, there may be some changes in the offseason. So I, I thought they would play a little better, but this could be a sweep. I just think there's some internal cracks. Okay. I'm going to stay with you, uh, Larry, because uh, at Phoenix and Clippers series, I was kind of shocked that the Clippers could beat them in Phoenix. So you guys take on uh, Phoenix and uh, yeah. the Clippers. Yeah, I, I, I believe I picked the Clippers on this one. Um, and, I, and I said this before, there's just something about playoff time, and I didn't realize that uh, Paul George was out. But there's something about playoff time where the claws game changes. Um, and during the season, if you watch him, he's just – he's the best player on the team, but he is not the alpha. And he tends to disappear during the season. And, you know, he has some number games, but he doesn't dominate. You know, you don't see that, you know, top five players in the league until it's playoff time. And when it's playoff time, everything changes with him. Um, so you're starting to see that and everybody play, uh, play with him at that same level. Um, man, I think Phoenix is, you know, they may, their time may have come and gone, 
I'd like the Clippers uh, to continue to win this. I don't think that was a fluke. Um, I think Ruff is in a good place. Uh, you see he's comfortable. You can just, you know, see the body language. Everything is different about him after leaving L.A. I still like the Clippers. It'll probably go seven. Um, and and then, again, KD has got to find a way to score in the fourth quarter. Um he, he he is. I think he had ten points, maybe in the fourth quarter, maybe three or four shots. If you're going to be the big dog, you need to be able to put the ball in the basket in the fourth quarter in the playoff game. And um, I don't have faith in KD as of yet. Okay. Uh, well, coming to Tommy, uh, you mean that uh, Rush just went right down the hall, right? <laughs> yeah. If he did. Yeah. Okay. Hey, okay. <laughs> hey okay. Rush plays good. Russ played yeah, good the other night. Yeah. And they're still beating him up, Tommy. Talk to us. Phoenix Clippers. Um, you know, the Clippers played well, <clears throat> played real well the other night. And, and and they have a deep bench, man. Uh, Leonard and Westbrook, they played real well. They have this, uh, The Clippers outscored uh, the Suns 34 to the Suns bench thirty four to ten. Wow. Um Phoenix can't win if uh if the Clippers are gonna outscore them thirty four to ten. You know, uh, if their bench is gonna outscore their bench thirty four to ten. Plus they have to get Durant more involved. Uh if they don't then they'll lose. But I think Durant will come back. The next game he he'll come back and have a good game. And I'm still going with the Suns. I'm, I'm still picking the Suns to win this series. Okay. All right. Uh, Tony Coleman. Man, this this is uh, turning out to be probably one of the uh, most sought-after series to keep our eye on. Uh, I think Larry alluded to it earlier about uh, Quiet Leonard. Man, he just uh, he's just a different he's a different breed um, when it comes to the playoffs. Um, I picked Phoenix, you know, ahead of this. And, uh, you know, so now I think it's going to boil down to Monty Williams and Ty Lue going going at each other. And then also the other players is going to have to uh, hold each other accountable. Um, Paul George is out, yes. Uh, Kane has been out for Phoenix. Shaman has not played well. Aiden has not played well. you got to shoot the ball better, Phoenix. If Phoenix comes out and they shoot the ball better, you know, that's going to open things up, open the floor up, and give them a little bit more advantage to, in order to uh, beat uh, the Clippers. I think this thing is going to go down to the wire. And uh, I just want to see the guys that are out injured back so that there's no excuses. I want to see Payne back on the floor. I want to see the bench guys playing better for Phoenix. And I want to see Paul George back. And then let's just get it on and just see who, you know, comes out on top. You know, I'm hoping Phoenix can – only because they just been there so many times. I just love to see Monty Williams, man, do it. Uh, although you got to be impressed with the Clippers, though, man. You know, those guys are deep. <laughs> I heard, uh, I think uh, Tommy said it. They are deep, man. They like endless, man, coming off the bench. Um, so we got this. I'm just got to watch this one, Dave. Okay. All right, Princess. Clippers signs. Didn't anybody mention Russell Westbrook in his Hawaiian shorts, in his Hawaiian shirt, completely unbuttoned, 
I mean, I had the Warriors get it, making a deep playoff run, but, man, we're down 2-0 to Sacramento now with uh, Draymond's uncertainty. I mean, this might be – I think Sacramento has a good chance to knock off the champs. I think they'll do it in six or seven, though. I think the – I'll never underestimate Curry, Clay, and that roster. So, I think it'll be a, a seven-game series. I'll stick with Golden State for now, though, but Sacramento's off to a fast start. Okay, uh, Tony. Oh, man, um, I began before the series started, you know, um, picking the Warriors. I got I got to admit to uh, to you tonight, though, they, the Warriors in trouble. They are in trouble, man. They're down 2-0. And the way that I'm looking at it, this is a seven-game series. So that means there's only five games less. They got to win four out of, out of five games. And one of those games got to be on the road. They have played – Terrible on the road, and um, I mean I, the Sacramento Kings, man. I mean these guys are playing phenomenal basketball. Mike Brown, if anybody can beat the Warriors right now, is Mike Brown in Sacramento. Who knows the Warriors better than Mike Brown? He sat on that bench next to Steve Kerr, you know, and he knows those guys inside out. The whole the whole um uh, personnel, um, so he knows how to. Uh, you know, play them. He knows their tendencies. He knows everything. So that's an edge he has. Um, but you know, they are in trouble, man. I'm just gonna leave it. I'm just gonna leave it right there. Um, you don't know what's gonna happen, but they got a they got a tough uh, mountain to climb. A big one to win okay. the series. All right, Tommy. <clears throat> I feel the same way. You know, especially if, like like he said, if, if green is suspended. Slowing down Fox and Monk has been a problem. Um, you know, I had picked the Warriors to uh, defeat the Kings, and I'm gonna stay with the Warriors. I think they will. They will defeat the Kings in this series. Okay, uh, Larry. Yeah, you know, last week um, Will had me the statesman that he is. You know, had me believing in the Warriors, and after the after the first game, you know they lost the game, but they looked good, and I was like, they got a chance at this. Uh, but going down, you know, two games against that young team, and those guards put pressure on you, you know, uh, and and they have a nice bench. They just put too much pressure on you, and they come at you from every angle. I thought in order for them to win this, they could do it based off of their experience, um, and that. Experience was given away with Draymond. You know, that game probably or quite possibly was lost, you know, then. And if there's a possibility of a suspension. Um, so, unfortunately, you know, I'd love to see this go seven, um, but they've got to win this next one, and I hope he's not suspended. Um, but, yeah, be, you know, between, you know, them young boys, Monk and, and, and even Barnes and Murray, uh, they, they just can play, and I don't know. I haven't seen the I haven't seen the advantage that I thought uh, the big man from uh, uh, the Warriors might give them. Um, matter of fact, he was missing some chippies. So if he's not going to respond with some layups and things like that, I think they're in trouble. I think it'll probably you know I hope, but it'll probably go five. Okay. I tried to jump on with you, Will. Well. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Jim. Hey Tim, before you before you talk about the uh, 
the Warriors and the Kings. Uh, what are your thoughts about Draymond before we get started? <laughs> you know, I like Draymond, um, but um, and I understand that his frustration. I, I understand that part of it, but he stepped over the line a little bit, you know, because he, he, he stomped this dude. Uh, I understand why he was angry because the dude was grabbing his leg, but you can't you can't stop the dude like that, man. <laughs> um, <hard>. I think, <laughs> I think um, it's, um, but I, I think Tommy just said it. It, it jeopardizes their their uh, ability to win that game, and it, it, that might turn out to be crucial because uh, Tony mentioned that they they've got to win a game on the road to win the series, and that crowd in Sacramento is something else, man. That that's. They're like a like a college crowd up there, loud, and and that team I hadn't seen them play this year. I've been reading about them, and I think I make made a joke on the program about Sacramento just a couple of weeks ago, and I don't remember if it was Tommy or Tony, but one of them said after I made that joke, they said Sacramento's got a good team, and after watching them these two games, I agree they're good. De'Aaron Fox is a this guy can play, man. Mm. Sure. Okay. Uh, just for you, for uh, FYI, uh, Green will be on the court on. Uh, I guess the next time they play, so he's uh, he will be playing, so he's not suspended. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Good. All right. Does that does that help you, Larry? CNN coming through. Okay. Hey, I I, I didn't know if I was gonna have to go to a lecture on that or not. But (laughs) got ChatGPT, CNN, Lexus. All right, I'm gonna stay with you, uh, Tim, because I wanna I wanna find out about the Memphis and the LA Lakers. Uh, the Lakers Lakers look like they're taking charge of this thing. Um, Memphis, um, Memphis, I didn't think looked good the other night. They looked rattled. And with Ja uh, nursing that, that hand, uh, I don't think he's, even if he plays tonight or tomorrow night, whenever they play again, I don't think he's going to be effective. Um, I think they're, I think they might be in a bit of a trouble, in a bit of trouble, because if they go back to LA down two games, they may get swept. Okay. Uh, Coming to you, Will, uh, you know, Memphis talks a lot of trash. You know, you think they're going to back it up in this series? They sure didn't do it in uh, game one. That was probably one of the most more disappointing uh, teams I watched. I thought uh, Lakers played well. I thought had a little bit of scare with Anthony Davis getting hurt early on. But when he when he was on the floor, he just made so much of a difference. I will see what's up with uh, John Morant. You know, I think he just has that habit of, going in the air and, you know, colliding with guys taking charges and, you know, him getting hurt. We'll see how that affects that. But, yeah, Memphis just didn't look good at all. I think, I'm think i thinking the Lakers may be uh, able to take this and six if they can keep uh, LeBron and AD healthy. Okay. Uh, Tony, uh, Jared Jackson, defensive player of the year. Um, I think that he, he um, is definitely up there, man, to be – you know, deserving of consideration for that award, you know, among, you know, some of the other guys like Embiid and, you know, and Giannis and those guys. Uh, 
But the Lakers, man, I think the key for them in that game was a guy that no one expected to step up, a guy like Schroeder. All of a sudden, he, you know, he's coming back from, you know, game of old and stepping up when he needs to step up. Reed, you know, hitting shots, taking guys off the dribble, doing things, dishing, um, you know, playing smart IQ basketball, you know, at very um, integral parts of the game that's, that's crucial. Um, LeBron being a facilitator and also trusting his team. I really watched him step back in certain times of the game. And you would say, like, man, when is LeBron just going to, like, take over, starting about, you know, shooting the ball, whatever? But he's trusting his team. And I think he's expressing that to them. So, look, I'm going to, you know, take it. They're gonna, I'm going to draw two, three guys on me. Be ready. Be ready because I'm going to find you and I'll get you the ball. And these guys are stepping up. And they're playing with a lot more confidence, man. So I was, I was happy to see that. And I think the Lakers are going to be able to pull out this series and move, move to, to round two. Okay. Uh, Larry. Yeah, in order to, to gain favor, I, I, I picked the Lakers um, so that the princess would open my line. Um, <laughs> and, and after watching them. Thank you. They look, yeah, whatever it is. <laughs> um, they look good. And I, I think you just mentioned, you know, LeBron, I've watched them all year, and they've struggled. Um but LeBron finally has a team around him, and I think and I think we mentioned this earlier. When he got hurt, there were players that stepped up, and you kind of could see some maturity. And we we mentioned at the time, I thought that that injury could benefit them down the road. Um, so so, so to, to everybody's point, to, to watch D'Angelo and 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 some of the others, and not to mention, uh, you know, how, how do you pronounce uh, the, the Hawaiian Hachimori? Um, you know, have a big game. Everybody stepped up. Hold, hold, um, hold on, Larry. Let's go to Alexis. Uh, Tim? <laughs> Alexis, what we got? I think it's Hashimoto. <laughs> Hashimoto. <laughs> That's the Japanese pronunciation. I believe you to be yeah. correct. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. I continue, Larry. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, so everybody, uh, you know, uh, stepped their game up. First of all, I am not sure where on this planet Dylan Brooks wants to call out LeBron. Uh, to, you know, that's who you're trying to play with. I'm like, you know, this is a an older an older ball player at 39 years old who is only looking for some some sort of you know motivation, and you want to be the one to give it to him. And then it was absolutely nothing that you could do. Um, it, it was obvious that you could not carry that team. Uh, so you might have wrote a check that you're behind, not ready uh, to, to cash, and I'd like the Lakers. I, I'd like the Lakers. And I think somebody mentioned when uh, when Morant went out, they just looked, you know, discombobbled. Okay. Uh, Tommy, you, you a Laker guy. Well, talk to us. Well, you know, before this series even started, Memphis was talking some trash and <clears> – <throat> <laughs> and they wanted to play against the king, so they got him. <laughs> they got him. Okay. They got him. They, they, they poked the bear. They used to call that poking the bear. You don't poke the bear. But anyway, uh, um, you know, if the Laker bench continued to produce like they produced the other night, 
And it was a very physical game. If the Lakers continue to play the way they play, they'll take this serious. So I'm, I'm sticking with the Lakers. Okay. And I'm going to stay with you uh, because I want to talk about uh, the Bucks and the Heat, where the Heat took game one. Yeah. Um, that was a surprise to me, but with the Greg Freak being out, you know, they got that win. But if he's back and healthy, I'm going with Milwaukee. Okay. All right, uh, Larry. You got I, the you got I, the heat in the buck. Well, there's two things. And I mentioned this earlier with the Clippers. Um uh, the, the bucket getter in Miami is an alpha male. And playoff time, he, he raises his game. Um, and I think uh, we alluded to earlier, the, the Sixers fans, whew, when we lost him, that hurt a great deal. Um, I thought we could have been here a little earlier. But he's a ball player, and everybody on that team, Kyle Lowry and them, play like that. It's a different mentality, and you can see it. Now, on the other hand, I don't know where the rest of Milwaukee was. It, 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 and they are, a, you know, a championship team. I was really surprised to see, maybe it caught them off guard, that nobody could, you know, could just pick it up. I thought, you know, Bobby Portis has got some game. You know, a bunch of them got some game. Nobody picked it up. Um, so that was a little disappointing um, to see. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to call it troublesome yet. But, uh, man, they did not pick up that game whatsoever and allowed, you know, Miami to come in. Miami, you know, is a matchup, a, a nightmare. They play D first. They're a smart team. Woof. This is going to go seven, I believe. I, I really believe this goes seven. Uh, but I'd give it to Milwaukee in, in the seventh game. But, yeah, this is going to be a struggle uh, for, for Milwaukee. Okay, Will. Bucks Heat. This is a tough uh, 1-8 matchup for Milwaukee. I mean, you got a well-coached Heat team, experience, went to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. I mean, it's not going to be an easy series for Milwaukee that you that you would expect them to get in the first round. I mean, Miami was pretty much beating the brakes off them before uh, Giannis got hurt. So I think Milwaukee just got caught sleeping a little bit in game one. They're a good team. I expect them to bounce back, especially if Giannis gets healthy. But I think it'll be a tough uh, first-round matchup. I expect to, uh, I think the Bucks will still pull it off, but I'll give them uh, seven games to do it. The Heat just too well coached and won't go away easily. Okay. Uh, Tim. Did we lose Tim? I'm sorry, I was on mute. I'm just running my mouth. Um I think um I think Milwaukee um Milwaukee looked looked pretty bad against uh, a Milwaukee Heat I mean a Miami Heat team that was um pretty motivated. And Jimmy Butler has the capability to give you forty on a given night. So uh I worry about what Milwaukee's gonna be having lost on their home court in this series. I think they're the better team, but the way that he played the other night, they're going to give them some trouble. Um, um, so that's going to be one I'm going to keep my eye on because uh, Jimmy Butler's uh, he's capable of exploding, 
and giving them the business for the rest of the series. Okay. Uh, Tony Coleman. And it's it's really Hashimura, uh, by the way. Okay. Okay. We're going to charge Alexa for that. Okay. All right. Tony. Okay. Um, One thing, one point I want to make. Now, the Bucks is the number one seed. Sometimes being the number one seed doesn't always help you in the first game of a series because now you've been sitting around for like a week. You know, you guys probably was taking a lot of days off. Um, I don't think they were practicing really hard. They may have been doing a lot of walkthroughs, shoot-arounds, watch a film, that kind of stuff, but not really out there. And it's a mental effect that you lose sometimes, sitting out long. Whereas Miami is battling, man, like every other night. They're in these playing games, you know. Uh, and then when you watch Jimmy Buckets, he didn't have, he didn't um, play well in the playing games. But when he plays against the best competition, that's when you see the cream come to the top. Jimmy Bucket is, is, is prime time to better the competition. And I think that's what happened. Game one. They were the Bucks was just as shocked as we were watching the game, and even with Giannis going out, the Bucks still should step up and win that game, even with him going out. So that shows something right there that these guys really got to mentally get themselves together. Um, Miami is they lost Hero. He's out. He's done. He broke his hand. He's done for. The, he's done. So that's a that's a big piece to lose. And I think that the Bucks are going to win this series, and they'll they'll get themselves together. Giannis will be back, and uh, they'll finish Miami off. You know, but I I, lo- I love that Miami team though. I love Jimmy Buckets and his supporting cast, and uh, just the way they do things there. It's going to be they're going to play hard, but I think the Bucks will overcome in the long run. Okay. They get they they got uh, shooken up a little bit. Okay. All right, guys, we're going to keep our comments uh, to about a minute. Uh, Stand with you, Tony. The Cavs and the Knicks. The Knicks uh, pulled out the first one. Yes, they did, man. Jalen, uh, you know, Brunson may really played a, a really, uh, really good game. No, and, it's uh, Jalen Tisdale. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they played well, man. They pulled that thing out, man. And, uh, you know, I picked the Knicks. Randall's back. I picked them, but it's going to be a tough game. I think this thing's going to go to the distance because Cavs are going to bounce back. You know, Mitchell is no joke, and the rest of that team. So this thing's going to go to the distance. Okay, uh, Tommy. Hey, if the Cavs can slow down Brunson, they'll have a chance. Uh, Brunson runs that team, man. And, you know, the Knicks are playing well. <clears throat> but if they slow down Brunson, I think the 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 Cavs will win this uh, will win that series. So I'm staying with the Cavs. Okay, uh, Will. Yeah, I think we saw Brunson go off game one. Um, Cavs still a very young team, so they probably got caught off guard a little bit. I don't think this will go uh, Cavs in seven. I think the um, you got a good team as well with uh, Garland. See how um, he'll probably step up, have a few good games, and I think they'll end up uh, pulling it off in seven. Okay, uh, Tim. Yeah, uh, the Cavs looked like a team that had not been in the playoffs before uh, the other night. They were making uncharacteristic mistakes. 
Um, but I think they, they are actually the more talented team. They're young, though. They're just young and inexperienced. But I think if they settle down and uh, and play the way they're capable of playing, they can win this series. Now, I expect they might do that in about six or seven games. Okay. Uh, Larry, what are your thoughts? Well, you know, the player that I signed, Brunson, <laughs> he can, he controls the game by slowing the game down. He he dictates that game. Um, I, I'm gonna tell you what. Um, I am really surprised at how that trade, along with his boy Hart, has really impacted that team. First of all, they've got a great deal of grit, um, and then all the other pieces kind of uh, uh, filled in. And Mitchell Robinson in the back is, plays great D. Uh, I like them. I like them a lot. I think somebody just mentioned Cleveland is a young team, and I do like them. I'm not certain that they're more talented. Uh, I know they've got Mitchell, you know, which is a bigger star, you know, and he could absolutely light it up and give you 50 at any time. Um, but I, you know, I'd line up five for five. I like the way the Knicks are put together. Um, a very well constructed team, really tough team. I got the Knicks winning this. Man, I'm gonna tell you what. I got the Knicks winning this in six. Um, so that would be uh, maybe yeah no that'd be an upset so I got them in six my Knicks with Brunson leading the way. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Seventy six is staying with you, Larry. Let's talk about the Come your on. sixes and the Nets. Did you? What do I need to say? I don't know what to tell y'all. It's over. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> I don't. It, the only good thing is we get to see the emergence of Bridges, and 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 there's another thing. Uh, coach of the year is uh, the Nets coach. I can't even remember his name right now. Jock um, Vaughn. Oh my goodness! It is amazing what he has done with that team. Everything that they have been through uh, since he has been there, that team has rallied. And you've heard from other players, what you know, as a point guard and a coach, what he is. Uh, so to watch him, I'm really, really happy for him. Um, but right now, they don't have an answer for Embiid. And, you know, if they want to double or triple him and, you know, we could kick it out and hit the threes. I do have concern, and Tim and I mentioned it, uh, not necessarily this series. We win this series. But Harden has to produce at a, at a, at a, a more of an alpha level at the next level when we probably will play Boston. But I got the Sixers here. Okay. All right, uh, Tommy. Uh, the Nets don't have an answer for Embiid, so I got the Seventy Sixers taking this series. Okay, <laughs> Tony. I picked the Seventy Sixers for this series. This is going to be a sweep. Um, I had the opportunity to attend the, the opening game on Saturday up over in the Wells Fargo. And that place was electrifying, man. Uh, I mean, they really played well and uh, took care of business. Second game, they had a little lapse in the first half. That can't happen. They got to understand that four quarters, they got to be on their game. Everybody, you know, firing on all cylinders and not giving, you know, teams life. You know, once you get them down, man, you got to put your foot on the gas even more. And don't give them life because these guys are professionals. And you give them some life, man. These guys can beat you because they're they're pros. They all are pros. So you got to stay on 
on, on you know on the gas four quarters. So I see a sweep with the with the with uh, the Sixers, um, and they're a very talented team. That Brooklyn team. Um, okay. Someone said Ben Simmons. Uh, it made a difference. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Tim Moore. <laughs> You mute? Yeah, he's on mute. I think he's doing some sort of a translation from Japanese to English. I uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, he might be speaking to that radio station. All right, uh, uh, Will. Yeah, I got Sixers and I'll give them the Nets maybe win one at home. So I'll go Sixers and five. This thing MB's too much. They're probably one of the uh, just a better team from top to bottom. Okay. Staying right with you, uh, Will, uh, let's take the Hawks and the uh, Celtics right now. Oh, wow, Boston looked great um, in that first game. I mean, they picked up where they left off from last year in that playoff run. Tatum-Brown's a great duo. I think this will be, uh, be a sweep. They'll get rid of Atlanta pretty early. Okay. Larry. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, the Sixers will probably be ready to face Boston. They'll probably get done at the same time. Um, I think both of these will be sweeps. Uh, yeah, they're 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 both poised to win the East, so that that'll be a good one. But I, I see this that, that that's a sweep. All right, uh, Tommy. You know the Celtics. The Celtics they got that law firm up there, JT and JB. <laughs> Too much for the Hawks. That's a law firm up there, buddy. So I, I, I got the Celtics moving on. All right, uh, Tony Colbert. Man, I, I'm, I'm going to agree with the consensus. The Celtics all the way, man. Atlanta just don't have no answer to uh, the law firm. <laughs> like Donald, put it, man. Um, they, they they can't they just don't have they can't match up with them those guys that's it, a sweep this is going to be an early an early series. All right, guys, we're going to skip over something uh, right quick. Uh, let's talk about the draft. I'm going to stay with you, uh, uh, Tony, because I want your opinion on uh, Baylor, George from Baylor and Dick from KU. Um, I'll begin with uh, Keontae George. Uh, tough. Uh, tough, you know, shooting guard. Uh, you know, six four, six five, can handle the ball, can create his own shot. He can hit the mid range. He can hit the three. Uh, he's solid. He's strong. IQ is high. Uh, I mean, what can? Well, I mean, what can't the guy do? He's he's great in transition. Uh, he can play the half court game because he's got the IQ short. Defensively, he's solid. I mean, this guy is going to be a great pro. He's going to be a great pro, in my opinion. Um, and um, I predict him, you know, to be in a thin lottery. Uh, it's a matter of who's going to get a hold of that kid. Um, he, he, he's a really, really good player. Grady Dick um, is another solid guy. Six seven, six eight, something like that. Uh, wing player can shoot the ball. He moves well without the ball. Um, very, very deceptive. He knows how to rim. Um, you know the you know guys rally around him. He's okay playing without the ball too. So he's a team guy. 
He understands his role. He stayed in his lane, and he'll definitely be uh, another one of the top picks in the draft, and he'll be a good pro. Okay. Uh, uh, Will, same question. What, what about these two young men, George and Dick? Yeah, Keontae and George, we got, what, 6'4", good uh, combo guard, uh, good shooter, good court vision, uh, also plays great defense. I think he'll either be a lottery pick or at least go in the top uh, 15 of the draft. Uh, Grady Dick, again, 6'8", uh, good size uh, shooting guard, good uh, good shooter from the outside as well. Um, with his size and shooting ability, I expect him to also probably be a top 10 pick in the draft. So I think, uh, yeah, they're both, I think, got potential to be lottery picks. Okay, uh, Tommy, George and uh, Dick. <clears throat> you know, George is good. He's about a 6'5 guard, a good guard. But I had questions about his. Is shooting. You know, he shot 33% from the three and 37% overall. He needs to improve his uh, shot selection and decision making. But he'll, I think that he'll be picked probably from the 10th, in between the 10th and the, and the, and the uh, 15th pick. Dick. Six eight wing, he shot forty percent from deep. He has NBA range and a good shooting score. I think I think he'll be picked from probably in between five and the eleventh pick. Both of them are good good ball players. Okay. Uh Larry, bring us home, Larry. Yeah, you know, Brady Dick is, you know, he's the next level kind of guy. He's got that frame at 6'7", 200 already. Um, he's got that nice shot. He put the ball down, you know, coached really well at Kansas. So he's going to come in, and I got both of these guys in the top 15. Uh, he's going to come in uh, and, and make an impact right away. Um, and, and when you move down to George, George is probably a little more explosive. I think he's got some more offense but he lacks some of the height at 6'4". Grady could probably move over the two. I think uh, uh, George will probably be well, – I don't know if he could play point, so it would be two. Um, but I think he has some more explosiveness in him, uh, put the ball down, get to the hole, finish at the rim a little better. Both of these guys are top 15 and will get a great deal of run next year uh, wherever they're picked. Okay. Uh, Tim, we're going to let you close it for us. We're talking about George from Baylor and Dick from K- KU. Yeah, I, I agree. I think George is a good ball player. Um, I think he'll be a good pro. I don't think he's going to be a star because of what Tommy talked about with uh, his shooting, but I think he'll be a good pro. Um, Grady Dick, I, I got concerns about. I think he needs to stay in college for a couple of years. Um, he did not play well when they played against really good defense this year where guys were bodying him up. Um, he kind of, he didn't show up and, um, I'm concerned about him thinking he's ready for the NBA. Uh, he might be one of those guys who goes in like Adam Morrison and can't do his thing. And, um, is only in the league for three or four years. No, maybe not even that long. Okay. we never had it so good radio. Tommy Pritchett, Tony Coleman, Larry uh, Bronson, uh, <laughs> Will Harris, and, and Tim Moore. <laughs> uh, 
and Princess Cooper. Hey, guys, want to thank you. Hey, look forward to working with you guys next week. <laughs> can we talk about the, can we right. talk about the best power forward next week? Yeah, we're going to get it. We'll get it there. Yeah. Okay. Have a great evening, Jim. Be safe. All right. All right. Yep.